a trio of book-loving ladies dedicated to finding and spotlighting new authors and bringing them to you through interviews and discussions of their amazing works. Each of the reading sirens is so similar, yet so different. You have Heather, the twisted rom-com queen. She brings the love with her romance pics, but will surprise you with a twist from time to time. And then you have Lucretia, the thrill seeker. The name says it all. She's here for all the chills, the thrills, and all the frills. And Stephanie, the wild card. She's out of the box and set to venture through genres galore. Her favorite is horror with blood, guts, and gore. But every now and again, she wants a little more. If that's not enough, you will also hear which characters stand out in a round of Fuck, Mary Kill. Take a dive with us. It's time to get lit. Our Magicals episode with Coffee Fitness Unicorn was such a blast, and part one was just the tip of the iceberg. We clicked so well that we actually had enough for a part two. Stay tuned as we discuss books, brews, and epic spills with Coffee. Coffee. Coffee Fitness Unicorn. I just want to say hi. So Heather. Yes. Stephanie. And Lucretia. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I think you're the cool. first one that knows our names before we I'm introduce not, ourselves. Yes. So that's very cool. <laughs> I think Brayden kind of knew <laughs> our mm-hmm. rom-com queen wild card thrill seeker. But you actually yeah. like spotted us. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was trying. I, I do my homework. I, I want to make sure that, you know, and then uh, listening. So when I was listening to you guys today, I was really trying to, I was like, okay, okay. I know who, I know who's talking now. I know who's oh. talking now. <laughs> oh, nice. That's pretty cool. That's cool. I know. Yeah. She's a true um, podcaster. <laughs> you. This is going to be fun. This is going to yeah. be the first time people ask us questions too. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> no, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Uh, so since you guys... Uh, we're talking about beer, but you know, I love to talk about coffee. So, <laughs> okay, very cool. So what do you guys have like a favorite place that you meet for coffee and books? For coffee and books. I don't think we've ever done that mm-hmm. for, like specifically. I <laughs> we always say, meet at nighttime. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we do. And so if, if you give me coffee at night, I will fall asleep because it just does that to my brain um so I I think I mean when I was growing up they would give me coffee right before bed so I don't know if it's just like that the routine so I just yeah Um, I just like that too like we drink mm -hmm. cookies and coffee before we went to bed like yeah oh wow Mm -hmm. like it was it's coffee doesn't work on me like normal people so like yeah wow I know you guys are hardcore. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love my caffeine, but I think for me, it kind of has like the opposite effect to where it kind of mellows me out a little bit. Otherwise, my brain is just like going a million miles per hour. But I love the taste of it. I love to have it. I have a lot of it per day. Um, so, I stopped. Yeah. I gave you did? up rent mm-hmm. two years ago, and I thought I was like, going to die. <laughs> I'm like, I gave it up for Great pregnancy coffee. and breastfeeding, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> no, I had to just, um, it was messing with my anxiety on some days, mm-hmm. and then it was making yes. me swell more, um, so I oh. got rid of it, and now I'm doing way better. I've gotten, I've adjusted, mm-hmm. so now I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we know, do uh, have a lot of really cute coffee places, especially mm-hmm. downtown. Um, and they have, um, 
I can't remember the name of the place. I actually went there with Heather. Um, that one was once. really cute. Yeah, that one was really cute. And their coffee was really good. And they had a variety of coffees. Like one was like lavender something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was a really cute place. And even the setup was really nice. I think, I think we, we had, had talked, actually about, talked about, about having a yeah. book club there, but they're only open to mm-hmm. like two. And yeah. I was like, yeah. So it kind of took it out of the yeah. the realm of possibilities for us. Yeah. We're social queens with beer, so. <laughs> yeah. Do you live yeah. in a bigger city? Um. Yeah. So at like, I I try to stay away from um like super populated mm-hmm. areas, especially with people who are drinking. Yeah. Um. Just because I I am of I I, I prefer so I don't drink a lot. But if I am going to drink, I will most definitely not drive for at least three hours. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's just how I am. I'm such a lightweight that I am terrified that I something is going mm-hmm. to happen. Like even if I hit the curb, you know, yeah. um, after three hours. Um, so I, I try to. And so if I am going to do any drinking, I will do it at home in a in, mm-hmm. a, in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was I was actually just going to say, like, beer is, like, the one thing I actually don't drink. Um, I don't really I, like it either. <laughs> I drink – when I do drink beer, because I, I agree with that, I think I like it in micheladas or I like um, stouts. Stouts mm-hmm. and porters are what I like to drink. So they're very coffee-influenced. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, if I do yeah. drink a beer – like, the only beer I think I've ever really had has been a coffee beer – um, a peanut butter stout, mm-hmm. and then of course Guinness um, in Ireland because that's it's yeah. I spent I spent two weeks in Ireland and I had an Irish coffee every night because driving on the mm. other side of the road was nerve wracking. Oh, and wow. I would white knuckle, and so I would just be like so tense from driving because you literally can't look away because mm-hmm. the second you look away, you get distracted. Oh yeah. Um, and and so every night I would have myself a, a nice. They called it Irish water. So I would have myself oh. some Irish water. Oh. Or, if we ever get to go Guinness. over there and visit Jamie, you're going to have to come with us. You, <laughs> you could be our tour guide. <laughs> right? Totally. I, I, she's like, I just don't want to drive. The side of the street would be like putting on your shoes backwards and trying to walk. Like mm-hmm. that's my like mm-hmm. take on it. Like. It'd be so awkward. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hardcore. Um, I chose not to do, um, a stick shift because Mm -hmm. not only are you on the other side, the stick shift would also be backwards. Um, so I actually rented a, 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 an automatic for that reason alone. And, um, it was, it was actually to prepare me for grad school. I was like, if I can survive driving two weeks in Ireland, (laughs) I can get through grad school. Like that was like, that was my, I literally, I was like, I can handle writing a 50 page paper. Do you know what I just survived? Right. <laughs> 50 page paper. I got this. I can, I can write it while driving now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. But oh my um, gosh. you mentioned, is it Micheladas? Yes. What, what, what is that? I don't know. Okay. I've heard so it and I don't know what it is. It's a mix and it's like a clamato. Do you know what clamato is? Yeah. 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 yeah so it's clamato oyster sauce. Um, some people put like lime, tahini. it's just like a mix of things and you pour it, you pour your beer and then you pour a little bit of the mix. And so it adds like some flavor to it. And like some are like just zesty or citrusy, some are like spicy. I like the spicy. Um, 
And to be honest, my husband makes it himself. And I think that's my favorite one because A, it's like fresh, like he just made it. And then B, he knows we have like the same flavor profile. So Mm -hmm. we enjoy like the same michelada mix Mm -hmm. um but sometimes i'll even add it to like let's say i have i don't want to drink beer that day i'll have like a hot water and i'll just pour it in with the hot water so it has the Mm -hmm. same texture as a beer um with the flavor of the michelada so that's pretty good together too see now that actually sounds good yeah sorry it's yeah no i was gonna say or sometimes i'll do like a seltzer like a lime seltzer or something and i'll just pour it in there Mm -hmm. um again same texture but just without the the beer Heaviness, yeah. That sounds that sounds delicious. I it is. It has food groups, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just add an egg and you're good to go, right? (laughs) So, Michelle, some people do. (laughs) What would you say is your go-to genre? Oh, what's my go-to genre? So it's it's probably going to have to be horror. It's I've been reading horror since um since I was a teenager. Probably, you know, it started with Stephen King and Anne Rice. Um, and so I was like between 13 and 15. I can't exactly remember. I just remember uh, it was probably 15. I would say I was 15. And um, it just kind of, it just started with that. And I just, I've always had, um, I had a nightstand, um, you know, next to my bed. And it's always had a book and it was usually a horror book. And <laughs> it's just, it's kind of something that I just grew up with. Do you have an like, all-time favorite? Oh, that's hard to say because I, I have to categorize them. Um, so the, the, the horror book that disturbed me the most was probably um, The Exorcist. Oh. Um, that, there's a scene in there, and I'm not going to describe it, but I have, it has never left me. Um, and then I do like Thomas Harris, um, you know, the Hannibals. Um, I, I really enjoyed... Um, uh, you know, his storytelling, um, so, and true crime, anything that's going to be true crime that messes with my head too. So, mm-hmm. um, I feel like you just became an honorary siren, like our fourth, <laughs> right? That's like everything that we read. Tag you in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. I yes. so cool. the exorcism. I'm one of those people that have never read it just because the movie growing up was one of those like movies like we've watched and it just like left a laughing it's not even like super scary to me it was just like it's so realistic to us that we it was one of those fear books for me so I finally and I I couldn't read it so I audio booked it and the description of the one particular thing you're talking about Mm. like I it took me about three days to get through Oh, and it's uh, such a small <laughs> section, and uh-huh, it, uh-huh. literally, I had to put it away and uh-huh. then come back to it, do uh-huh. five more seconds, put it away. It was such a hard listen, but I'm glad I listened to it versus reading it because I probably would have just gave Stop. up at that point because oh. I couldn't read it. <laughs> I still haven't read it for the same reasons. Like, I watched that movie and I was. I'll pass. Yeah, like I, I was scared by it. I mean, I was younger when I watched it, and then I, I think I watched it a few other times. And you know, like I was a teenager when I rewatched it, so we would like make fun of the scene, but then later on, it would be in your head, and you're like, oh, ah, yeah. damn it, it's scary still. Um, so yeah, yeah really I pushed scary. it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Catholic, so believing in that stuff is kind of like it's close to home. Uh, Yeah, I I get it. So so it was actually my mom's book, and my mom grew up in Argentina. So by the way, Argentina World Cup. Yeah, I know. I was going to say that. (laughs) Those goals were awesome today. I didn't catch today's game. Um, I just I couldn't do it. Um, I actually watched the game against um, uh, Netherlands Netherlands when we were sick. Um, and so like, I was so exhausted by the end of that game. I was like, okay, I'm going to wait and see what happens. So I checked the score today. So I, I unfortunately did not watch that game, um, today, mm-hmm. but I was very happy that they won. Mm-hmm. So I definitely will watch Sunday's game. Um, but, uh, getting back to my mom, sorry. Oh, you're um, good. <laughs> this is so, what we do too. We get like, <laughs> <stuff. laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so my mom grew up in Argentina, so she grew up, she went to 12 years of Catholic school. And, um, so the fact it was her book and, um, she had it for years and years and years on her bookshelf. And I was always drawn to it because it had kind of like this purpley color and it was really cool looking. And I was always like, mom, can I read this? And she's like, don't you touch that book. You can't read that till you're at least 30. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Which is funny because we watched the movie, but she wouldn't let me read it, but we watched the movie many times. Um, and so finally, you know, I, I was finally, I was like, mom, yeah, so I'm 28 now. Um, I think I can read that book. And so she was like, okay, okay, okay. So, uh, she let me borrow her book and I had to put it face down every night on my nightstand. And just, I, like I said, it was just so disturbing. And I was like, you know what, mom, thank you for letting me not read that until I was much older. Yeah. That book is, like I said, it's just, uh, that one scene. <laughs> Wow. But yeah. Intense. So definitely have to be. Oh, go ahead. And I'm just going to say it was a really intense book. You have to be really sure to even process those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 No. um, So um, it it was really kind of cool because like I said, my mom really exposed me to, to, she always had, so she grew up her, grandfather had a a huge library in Argentina and they would go and visit and she would same thing he she would say you know can I read this one he's like no 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 that's you know you're too young for that one um and so it kind of it kind of like reminded me of that story that she told me Mm -hmm. like you can't read that till you're older um and so uh you know she would she would do that with me with like various books and so I, so I would, you know, go to her library and I'm like, can I read this one now? Can I read this one now? And she's, you have to wait a little bit. You have to wait a little bit. Okay. You know, so it was, so it was cool. kind of something like, yeah, it was kind of something really, 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 really special between the two of us. Nice. Yeah. Um, since we're talking about scary things in books, kind of along those lines, mm-hmm. um, I am a very clumsy person. And so there is a story I heard about a certain coffee and book mishap yes so i wanted to see if you would talk to us a little bit about yes <laughs> that spill so spill the beans yeah <laughs> yeah um oh 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 I, let me see if i can we we're still unpacking and i just oh okay um do you guys is it okay if i step away real quick because yeah. i i i have yeah. i have so Give me one second. Okay. So hang okay. tight. And I couldn't find it. No, you're so, okay. <laughs> this, I haven't had it because, like I said, we, we were sick. Um, so I haven't had a chance to put away all of the books yet. But I did find the book that you are referring to. So 
what happened was uh, it was a weekend. It was a Saturday morning. And uh, Brandy and I were sitting down getting ready to have our coffee and sit and read. And this was in our other apartment before we moved here. And she had just gotten a big cup of coffee. I had a big cup of coffee. And we both have these little sea tables um, that uh, we use at the, the couch. And she had hers. I had mine. And something happened. I forget exactly what it was. I don't know if the, the dog happened or the cat. I don't remember. All I remember is that the coffee cup went fly, like flying and the book went flying. And by time the crime scene was done. <laughs> the crime scene. It, it looked like a crime scene. It was literally poor Braden's ungodly right in the middle of a huge, huge pile of coffee. It was just this big, massive coffee spill. Oh. And and she, Brandy just grabbed it and just ran to the kitchen immediately. <laughs> and the two of us were just blotting up the coffee everywhere. And I mean, it, it just, it splattered on the walls. Like I was, it oh, was like man. a crime scene. I literally was finding <laughs> coffee droplets on the wall. <laughs> it was, it was. And his poor, it literally was smack dab in the middle. Like there was no, like, it was just, and, and I was mortified mortified and i and i felt so bad um it took me like a couple weeks to to tell him what i had done to his book (laughs) i I felt so bad i felt so bad but it did survive it did survive and what was his reaction um he said he was glad it was coffee so (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay okay he's such a good sport Mm-hmm. He was a very good sport about it. And so we, we laughed to this day. And I, like I said, I, the book is still <laughs> like super coffee damaged, but I can't get rid of it. Put it in a shadow box. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it definitely, it, seriously, it looked like a crime scene. Like the, the, pu- <laughs> the, pu- the puddle was just, it was huge and it was just smacking. I, and I wanted to take a picture of it, but I was, like I said, at the same time, I was mortified and embarrassed and ashamed, mm-hmm. you know, that I had done that to his poor book. So, <laughs> but he was a great sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, body tape around it, <laughs> right? Totally, totally. Yeah, no, he he. Uh, I'm I'm so glad that he 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 was very gracious about it, and that that's what's made all of the the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Braden's one of the best. Yes, I was trying to take an Instagram picture of one of my books. Bye because it was pool inspired and it felt cool <laughs> oh, where this thing happened in slow-mo like it was just oh and i was like jumpy that goes there you go that's not even the worst one for her <laughs> oh that's right i forgot about we the were at one. book club and it was her birthday <laughs> And we were there and she was next to me and she moved and she knocked her tote bag down and you just heard glass. She had her wine bottle in her bag. Then she picks up her bag and you just see. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It was. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It was crazy. That's probably one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> 
their books thereafter. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are the chances that something like that would happen, though? That's so, mm-hmm. you know. I'm like, luckily, I've never damaged any of my books. <laughs> Other <laughs> things have been broken. But, okay, so just so you know, all of my friends at their houses now have <laughs> plastic wine cups for me. It's a because. Awesome. Yeah, I have broken shot glasses at other people's houses, wine glasses. I'm like, do not trust me with these things. And then they still do it. They're like, oh, no, it's fine. And then it breaks. So (laughs) it is not my fault. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I get it. So I'm going to ask, are you left handed by chance? I'm not. So were you supposed to be left handed? (laughs) I don't know, because I could kind of write with my left hand, but not really. Um, sports wise, I do everything on the left side. So like I kick with my left and see, yeah. So I might be, you're confused. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And that's seriously, um, they say, so this is one of the, I I hated this statistic when, when I was a kid, um, because they always used to say, because you're left-handed, you are, um, more likely to have more injuries, um, die younger, um, because yeah. of said injuries, um, and it's because we are trying to navigate in a right-handed world, mm-hmm. and we can get injured by doing something um, because we're we're using it inappropriately, and mm-hmm. it's it's not it's we're not doing it intentionally. It's just um, so not meant for yeah. exactly. So <laughs> you have let to me work harder. Mm-hmm. Well, even scissors. I'm like they, you have to find the lefty scissors. So I've had these left-handed scissors since I was 13 and, um, they are, uh, they were given to me as a Christmas present and, and it's true. So the blade, the way that the blade is, um, in the direction and I like to mess with people. So I'll ask for the left-handed fork, um, (laughs) and and the left-handed spoon. Um, but right hand left-handed knives and and um so like chefs like um if 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 a chef is using a particular blade so it's it's actually in scalpels left-handed scalpels so the blade will be on certain sides so this goes back to why we get injured and again it's because we're using a tool that's designed for a particular direction um and so we have a tendency we will get injured um but I think, and they, so they said, if you're super clumsy, it's because you are, you know, trying to navigate in a space, mm-hmm. um, you know, but you know, you, you're trying to be as safe as possible, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily like the statistic that I'm going to die sooner. Right. And it's years, right? <laughs> it's, it's years. They take years off of it's you. It's years. <laughs> and I'm like. Well, if they would just make more left-handed things, we probably wouldn't have this problem. We would live yeah. more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, but no, it's it's. Uh, they actually have found left-handed um, spears and arrow, not arrows, uh, but spears. Um, uh, prehistoric. They have actually found left oh, left-handed wow. prehistoric. Um, so it goes all the way back to mm-hmm. when we have been since we have been implementing tools. Um, so that was our little science lesson. So sorry. Yeah, no, that's cool. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> we love to learn. Nerd <laughs> alert. I was like, nerd yeah. alert. 
I, I Meanwhile, I'm over here, like eating my popcorn, like listening to the story. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have my left-hander book just right, right on the left side of me. So I, I was very excited to find it again. Yay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so you just shared a photo of a non-fiction book. Yes. Do you, do all of you read nonfiction, or is that more preferred by Lit for Lit? Um, Steve, and that book actually was not even my pick. So we actually read that one in the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Krisha's pick. Mm-hmm. Um, a, I was not a big fan of Matthew McConaughey before that. And I, when I've read nonfiction books in the past, it's been like when I was doing my grad program, we did a lot of like the self-help, like read these and you can recommend them to your clients. And, um, that was the first one in a long time that I truly enjoyed. Um, I thought it was really great and it was, it was actually Krisha's pick, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't say I'm against it. Like I loved, um, I, I do like memoirs, some of them, like I liked, uh, Elvira's. I thought that yeah. one was great. I really yeah. loved hers. Um, and then I really loved Green Lights. There have been a few for me. Like I read Tina Turner's and I was really excited because I love Tina Turner. And I didn't feel the same pull to it as I did with Elvira's and with um, uh, Green Lights. Mm-hmm. And Green Lights is really different because it doesn't even really read like a memoir. No. It's almost like um, like snippets and stories from his journals. Um, and just insights on life based off of his experiences. I so it was really, it was really refreshing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even his, um, his meet cute with, um, Camila. Mm-hmm. It's so, oh. it's so cute. Like I usually don't, like I said, romance is not my favorite genre, but I do enjoy it every once in a while. But their meet cute was so like, um, like he really wanted her. She was like, eh, whatever. And so it just added to like the. She the made him fun. work for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I that one was one of my favorite books um, last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very very cool. I have a question for you guys. So is there a book that I don't want to say has like split you guys, <laughs> but like, yeah. is there a book that just you're the three of you could just not agree to, so uh, disagree to agree and agree to disagree. we've had a couple yeah, yeah. without actually naming them don't you don't yeah, have no, to yeah. we, we've had a couple we don't have problem like going back and forth for a while yeah so <laughs> i think it's because i mean we're each like even though we get along so well we each have our different like mm-hmm. beliefs and our different, you know, ways of living and stuff. And I think that's where like, we'll get something from one book or another. So I know we've had disagreements before, even on the episodes, I mm-hmm. think. And it's not like bad. Like we're not like, Oh, you suck because you yeah. think this It's just like a, you know, <laughs> we're just like, mm, <laughs> we're going back to like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and so I'm like, I hear you and I read you this. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, but it's, um, it's funny because I don't think it's been whole books. I think it's been like different parts parts of a book or situations in a book where we think a little bit differently about the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't, I think the last one, 
I want to say, was it Reminders of Him? The Lies, the Lies I Tell. Oh, The Lies I Tell. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because that one was kind of um, Robin Hoodie. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, But Robin Hood was yeah. a woman instead of a man. Yeah. And okay. so I think okay. we had different takes on the motives. And, and if it was okay purpose. or not. Yeah. So that's where um, I think we when we disagree, it's more of like the gray area, <laughs> the gray area stuff. I think yeah. we've mentioned like, okay, how gray are we going to go this time? Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it never really gets dark. But we also say like, I, I think it makes for a better podcast. Mm -hmm. too. Always like if you're a listener of our podcast and you know, it's like we all don't want to be cookie cutter like you know, mm -hmm. yeah we're all different yeah so mm -hmm. it was like takes like my experience maybe like I might be in a dark place when I read this book and I'm like hey dude this is just like it's not working like yeah it, mm -hmm. it just doesn't work and then for Stephanie she's like oh my gosh it's rainbows and butterflies and I love it mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah we have this yeah mm -hmm. on? we don't shy away from our crazy it's fully on yeah, display yeah we don't mm -hmm. <laughs> It is. It sure is. <laughs> like what you hear on our podcast is That's us. conversations that we would have on a regular, like we have on a regular basis, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's what like I enjoy about us doing the podcast together is because it really is a place for us to talk about books and our takes on them. And just even when we're interviewing the authors, like we each have the different little things that interest us about the writing process or about mm -hmm. the book or, um, so I, I think we're a good mix, like even in the times where we don't fully agree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that actually brings up um, one of the questions that I was thinking about. So do you guys each come up with questions mm -hmm. for the mm -hmm. authors? Like you, it's three each or two each or however how, like, many. I think it varies because, yeah. yeah, sometimes one of us will have like 20 and then we'll have to like <laughs> dwindle it down, you know, because we can't do 20 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but really it's just, you know, whatever. And then a lot of us, like even in the lives, like a lot of us will, um, be interested in different things that the authors do. Like, you know, mm -hmm. authors don't just write, like they have their different things that they're interested in. And so you'll see like where one of us is more, um, interested in, well, what about, you know, this other thing that you do on the side or how did you mix that in this? And so it's just, um, we're all, we all have our little, <laughs> yeah and our little our questions can vary from strictly book based to hey mm -hmm. what'd you do last Sunday you know <laughs> there was an episode with Tom Franks where it went from talking about his book that had kidnapping in it very twisted ending that we did not expect to his favorite type of beer hot wings and <laughs> He would American have beer, beer at like 10 in the morning <laughs> because he's from England. And then over, it was just, that's where our, our minds will mm -hmm. go. It's very, it's very random. Yeah. Bubbles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he loved it because it wasn't just, you know, solely on his book. And he mm -hmm. was like, I had so much fun actually chatting about these random topics. Oh, mm -hmm. and his dog, his beautiful dog. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Very um, cool. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, so you have a great variety of guests. Mm -hmm. 
So because, you know, with you, I think like it's more than just authors or it's authors that also have a different niche that they're into. And so how do you go about planning for these authors or selecting the guests on your show? Awesome. Very cool question. So so what I try to do is because I am coffee, fitness and unicorn, um, I kind of use that as the that is my niche, coffee Mm -hmm. and fitness And the unicorning is the authors. So, um, and I try not to be, I don't want to be pigeonholed and Mm -hmm. only talk to horror authors, even though horror is my favorite. Mm -hmm. I still need to be like, as you guys were saying, I still need to have my mind open. Mm -hmm. I still need to, um, and, and talking with these awesome authors um, has opened up my world because I didn't know that there was, urban fantasy. I didn't know I was going to enjoy urban fantasy. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know I was going to enjoy paranormal romance. Um, you know, these were genres I had never heard of before. Mm -hmm. And, um, so when I first started doing the podcast, you know, there's, there's a rule and it's, you never say no. So, um, I would reach out to people and say, Hey, you know, I would, I would like to have you on as a guest. Um, you know, I, I'm interested in your book, you know, let's talk about it. And so it was kind of this, you know, very symbiotic relationship with the authors. And then I got to a point where I would kind of open it up to the authors and say, Hey, um, you know, I've got some openings. If you're interested in doing the show, you know, why don't you reach out to me? So a couple times the authors have reached out to me. So mm-hmm. that's, that's it open again. That's when, when my mind kind of was like, Oh wow. You know, there's a, there's, there's so much more out mm-hmm. there than just horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the coffee, something I always wanted to do was, um, get involved in coffee. I would love to have, I wanted my logo on a coffee bag. Like to me, that was just like the ultimate dream. So I reached out to, um, a coffee company that we had been following for a while. And I said, Hey, would you be interested in doing this coffee collaboration? And so that's why I had the coffee person on. And mm-hmm. cause we did a coffee collaboration. Now, mind you, she's been super busy. I've been super busy. The coffee collaboration was very short. I don't want to say it was short lived. Um, because you know, we, we still talk, we still think about things to do. Um, and then, um, you know, the fitness part, um, I try to make sure that there's a fitness element. And so usually if there's a book, that's where it helps so that people aren't just like, oh, well, this is just another fitness person. Why should I listen to them? But -hmm. if there's a book, usually they can go, oh, okay. Um, I can go read their book. I can learn more about them. Um, mm-hmm. cause you know, sometimes people will say they're an expert and, and they don't have the, the credibility, but if you have a book, there's usually a lot of information that people yeah. can refer to and you can mm-hmm. say, it's all right here, go mm-hmm. read for yourself. So that's, that's how I try to, to, as, and as a matter of fact, I'm not going to say who the next guest is, but, um, I, I'm very excited. I just started her book this morning. Um, and, and we'll just say it's a fitness expert. So. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited to talk with her. Um, I'll be talking with her next week. How exciting. I know. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm actually going to try out her stuff too. So, um, because I, I love, you know, I love going to the gym. I love working out. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to try some of her, some of her fitness, uh, routines and see and see how I feel so that that way we can talk about it when we actually do you know 
when we do talk. It's like you're reviewing her workout. That's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this. Um, like, if someone said, hey, um, I'll send you my book um, to review it. Mm-hmm. What are your guys' thoughts on reviews? Because I, I'm, I'm not a reviewer. I don't consider myself a reviewer. Mm-hmm. I'm just someone who reads something and shares it with others because I, I, I get excited about it. But what are your what are your guys' uh, thoughts on 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 reviews? I think that's we, a- yeah. Go ahead. No, no. go ahead. Stephanie, question. <clears throat> um, so I would say we try to take stuff like, for example, um, based off of what we like. Mm-hmm. because and I think my my thing with reviews is I want to review them based off of the genre that they're in not necessarily based on my likes you know there there is going to be a lot of stuff in there about what I what I liked or maybe what I had a hard time with um, but I try to at least be cognizant of the fact that you know if I'm reading a contemporary romance I'm not going to rate it the same as a thriller or a horror book because you know um those are my bread and butter that's what I love Mm -hmm. to read um and so I try to do that and my thing is I I try to compare it to other books that I've read that are similar so that way maybe it wasn't the book for me but if you liked these other books you probably like this one um and so I try to give that to the readers just because you know, like I said, it, we all like different things. Mm-hmm. And yes. yeah, yes. and so that's why I don't really, it's it's very rare that I will leave a negative review. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever rated anything lower than a three um, anywhere. Um, I think there have been books I have not finished. Um, but there haven't been books that I've read it that I've rated less than a three. Um, and again, it's just because, you know, the authors, they put their hard work in it. And if they want feedback, I do want to give them feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't always want to be negative on a review. I'll yeah. always want to try and mention the positive things, mm-hmm. the things that yes. I really enjoyed, the characters that I felt connected to. Like, yeah. I'm not majorly into the horror stories, but I'll tend to pick out the characters that I liked the best. There's always like a little smidge of romance in them, you mm-hmm. know, between characters. Mm-hmm. And those would be Absolutely. the things that I gravitate to. So those are the mm-hmm. things that I'll that I'll talk about, even though it might not necessarily be for me. I'm probably the easier rater of the three of us. So if it captivated me and kept me going throughout the whole book, I'll give it usually four or five stars. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm probably the easier one because I know that's something like I don't ever think I would be able to write a full book and I always try and take that in consideration. And if it kept me entertained, which is what they're kind of there for, then mm-hmm. are you not I love inter- it. Huh? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not a reviewer either. I mean I, I mean I'm definitely not a writer and I give praise to any of these writers that, you know, have the courage to put pen to paper and mm-hmm. yep. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Writers, they put their heart and soul into these books and you know, again. Stephanie said like I would never leave a negative review but it's one of those books where I just don't enjoy or I feel like I can't write something good about it you know it's okay to set down a book and maybe revisit it later and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. different um and I will be in contact with that that author and say 
hey, you know, like I, I'm going to leave you a review, but I'm going to leave it at a different time at this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not a, a reviewer. I'm more of a live person. I'll put a, a an Instagram post about it and for me too being a mood reader it's kind of hard so if there's like a set deadline on it I'll tend to not want to read it because I don't know if I can actually get it done by the time they want it depending on like my mood so it could take me two days to read it but if I'm not in that right headspace it could take me a couple months so I tend Mm -hmm. to not want to to Oh, yeah, I'll, you know, give you a review unless it's like open when you have a chance, leave a review. Otherwise, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely in accepting uh, reviews, like when they're they're you know, here, I'll, I'll give you the book for a review. I mm-hmm. try to see if it's something I would read. Mm-hmm. Like if it's something that I wouldn't read, then, you know, and, and I, I think I do try to tell them like, hey, you know, my schedule's really busy. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a deadline, then, of course, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, And I've been trying to be a little bit more organized with that just because I know there are a lot of books out there that I still haven't Mm -hmm. um, reviewed and it's been a couple months. Um, But I I do, I think if I'm taking away a star or a point from the rating, I do try to explain why Mm -hmm. in the review, just so it's not just like a, you know, oh, what, that's just a two star, why? You know, and it's like, it'll say why. Um, But... Yeah, I, I try to be as honest as I can be without mm-hmm. hurting another person's feelings, you know, because it is it's yeah. a lot of work to to do all that. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I have you know massive respect for everyone who has started a book and finished it and published it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, kudos to you. Like, that is something, you know, I've been wanting to do like my whole life. And why haven't I done it? Because I'm terrified. Same. Like, right. <laughs> like, I was going to ask you, so... <laughs> You are a part of the Horror Writers Association now, right? Yes, yes. Um, what did you do? What did you have to do to be a part of that? Or how was that process for you? So, um, oh my God, that's a really cool question. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to undergrad. So um, originally, the reason I got my master's in literature was because I thought I wanted to teach literature um, at the university level. So way back when I was 18, that's what I thought I would do. Um, Needless to say, I had a very long, uh, meandering path, and I didn't graduate uh, until 40 with my master's. So there was a whole lot of life in between there. So let's go back to undergrad. Uh, In undergrad, I had a gothic lit class and a horror lit class. And our professor was so awesome. These were my two favorite classes. Oh, and science fiction. I had him for science fiction as well. And he introduced us to um, some really cool authors in the horror world. And uh, we had to create our own horror flash. And we had to create our own horror short story. And I don't know, I just I, I got I got good grades. So I got A's on these and I thought, wow, you know, maybe, maybe I can write, you know, maybe I can do something with these. And then I found out that he was a member of the science fiction writers and horror writers association. And so I asked, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, what, what is this? And you know, what is all of this about? He was like, well, go check it out. Here's the website. And so I decided to look him up and find out what was HWA all about. And, um, I said, you know, I 
did these horror things for, for school, you know, I'm not really like super published, but I did write some stuff and they're like, yep, that qualifies You're You can be a member. And I was like, really? And so I, I was like, okay, cool. So I became a member of the horror writers association by writing some stuff for undergrad. That's awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. So I had it up on my website, but, um, is it okay if I do a shout out to someone? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Casey Losner, she is um, part of the writers. She helps people with writer's block. She uh, did a really good post about you have to be very careful about what you put out there because other people will steal it. And so Brandy and I on our website had all kinds of stuff up there and we literally took everything down. So if you want to read our stuff, you're going to have to buy it. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. That no, makes sense. Good. And Casey Losner, she was a recent uh, guest on your podcast, right? She was. She was a guest as well. Yes. Okay. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. I'm like, I always wonder how that stuff comes to be. You know. So. And I, I'm I'm gonna have to say one more thing about the Horror Writers Association. It's 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 freaking it's awesome, and that's actually where I've met a lot of the people on Instagram is through the horror writers association connection. Um, uh, they do Stoker con they have, so they actually have like a big event. Um, and that was actually, I had just become a widow, um, way back in 2017. And I went to Stoker con and that's where I met my randomly. I saw my professor there Mm -hmm. and I had my textbooks with me for the guy and he was like, what are you doing here? And I said, well, I was going to have him sign my textbooks. And he was like, well, I can introduce you. And I was like, get out. And he was like, no. He was like, I, I know the guy. I was like, and it, so there's a picture of me. I'll send it to you guys when we're done. There's a picture yeah. of me with my professor. So it's the saddest day of my life, but it's also the happiest day of my life. Yeah. Um, and so at that event at Stoker Con, that was where I found my people. I found my tribe. Like that <laughs> that day was like, that's forever in my brain that they welcomed me. And I just, I, I can't say enough about the horror writers association and the people that are part of the organization. Isn't that one of the best feelings when you find your tribe? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) (laughs) this is so cool. This Mm -hmm. is so cool. So, so my question to you is, how did you guys turn the book club into a podcast? Stephanie. So, <laughs> peer pressure. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no um, I think, well, one of the things about book club is like, there is a book talk, but then there's also a lot of sidetrack conversations and that's mm-hmm. great. But I feel like we were like missing a lot of our, like we kept on wanting to talk more about the books and more about mm-hmm. the books. And at the time, this was all during COVID, like the, the beginning of COVID, um, we were listening to a lot of podcasts, the three mm-hmm. of us. And so from there, just this idea came about of, Hey, do you guys want to do, a podcast and we'll talk about the books we read. And then we added on something fun, you know, which is the fuck, Mary kill part. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, I think that's, you know, it showcases that yes, we read the book and we're into it, but we also have a fun side and you know, this book, there's also something that the characters characters pull you in. And I think f- for me, when I read, I get pulled into certain characters, mm-hmm. you know, personalities, lives, 
I especially like the very like rebellious characters or the ones that go against the norm. Um, we all have our different little likes. And so, um, it, it just so happened that I found two people who love books as much as I do and weren't willing to, <laughs> weren't, you know, scared to tell the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause it's really hard to find people who like books as much as we do, you know? And it so is. it's just, it's so rare. Luckily our book club, we do have a lot of girls who really, really love to read. Um, and so it's just, it, but it is hard. Like it, we had known each other already for a few years and then book club started a couple years after that. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's tough. Um, and we just needed more book talk and, then eventually, I think we now kind of gravitate more towards like our in, the indie authors. Mm-hmm. And um, we found, I think, a lot of the best stories that we've read have been indie authors. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they've become mm-hmm. like, I would say, like some of our brothers and sisters now. Like we like For chat sure. all the time. Like, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. 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 yeah I'll, I'll do that. I'll send pictures to like, you know, Brayden, for example, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, other authors that you, like if, if there was like this, um, so sometimes I'll message with them like beforehand or like afterwards Mm -hmm. and, you know, if there's something that we really connected on in the show, um, and, uh, so kind of like with Brayden, Mm -hmm. um, he and I, I was reading his book and he was, that's the avocado. We talked, we totally bonded with avocados and he and I would send pictures of our food. Um, we haven't done, we haven't done it in a while, but you know, it's it's just kind of, like you said, they, they, it's, it's really cool to have like a connection beyond just the words, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For him and Stephanie and Lucretia too, it was the raw sushi. And then with me, I'm hoping (laughs) he'll come, um, swim in a shark cage with me. That's our our plan. Mm -hmm. Possibly. I'll eat the shark. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll see. I told him you can bring your mask. You can wear your mask for the shark. It's fine. So we'll right? see. <laughs> okay. So I've actually swam with sharks and stingrays. <gasps> what? But but it scared the shit out of me. Oh, sorry. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. Oh yeah. I said fucking okay. killer. Okay. <laughs> so um, I, I did it. So, um, it was on a, um, what do you call it? A bucket list mm-hmm. uh, trip. And, um, it was when, um, my late wife was actually still alive and healthy. And so we were trying to do bucket list things and she wanted to swim with sharks. And I was like, no freaking way. Like, uh-uh, I'm not doing it. However, I did. Oh, and God. what kind was it? it? So, so they weren't, so, okay, it was in Tahiti, um, and it was, um, they were lemon sharks, Mm -hmm. so they are not human eating sharks, (laughs) because there's no way, no way, you guys, you got, no way, um, and so first it was the stingrays, so we, you, you got in there, and you had to be really careful, because the stingrays are at the bottom, Mm -hmm. and so you can't put your feet down. And so you're literally, the water's only about like maybe waist deep, but you have to like kind of, this is going to look really weird. So you, you, you have to T-Rex like, it. I'm like, wait, yeah. can I screenshot this? Show no. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're, you kind of have to like look like <clears throat> a turtle. And so you have to keep your hands in and you have to keep your legs in. Um, and you can't put your feet down because if you put your feet down, they'll sting you. Oh yeah. Um, 
And so, um, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm swimming and I'm trying not to have a, I've never had a panic attack. And if I'm going to have a panic attack, it's going to be now. And it's going to be in the middle of nowhere and I'm, I'm like, I'm going to die and, you know, waste deep water. <laughs> and so, um, I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. So I've got my snorkel gear on, I get into the water and all you hear is the sound of your breathing and the snorkel. And it, it actually was calming. So all you hear is like, <clears throat> right. So it's not quite star Wars, Darth Vader, but yeah. you get the point, right? Like Bane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I just was like, own this moment, own this moment. And, and so I am, you know, doing my little doggy paddle. And I, I was like, holy shit, I'm swimming with sharks and stingrays right now. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, okay, I'm very alive in this moment. Like, you, you, you did. You just felt mm -hmm. very alive. Um, and so I, you know, immediately climbed back in. I did it for about 15 minutes. Um, then, like, we went a little bit deeper, and there were, like, eels and, like, more sharks and more stingrays. And I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Like, no, as you, you guys are crazy. I'm going to hang out in the boat. And so <laughs> then they took us out really, really deep in the ocean. And it was like 50 feet. And it was like full of like crazy ass sharks. Nope. And I started mm -hmm. to get into the water and the, sh the current like literally like pulled me away from the boat immediately. And I was like, nope. I climbed back on the boat and I was <laughs> like, I did it with the little ones in the waist deep water. I'm good to go. Like, yeah, right. That's, that's all I need. That's good enough for me. That's, that's all I need. List. Yeah. So I will never do that again. Ever. I did it once. I don't need to do it again. Done. Check. <laughs> right. It's no. on my list. So I have to do it. And I'm trying to do it with the great whites. She's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. all you. That's yeah. <laughs> nope. Keep Go in a cage where they can potentially bite her hand off or something. Oh hell no! If one comes to the cage, to I'm gonna She's touch gonna it. Try to kiss it. If it comes to the cage, I'm gonna go like this and I'm gonna tickle it as it passes if, by. If she can fuck Mary <laughs> book, it would be Jaws. <laughs> I know. Oh. oh hell no! She'll probably oh. do all three of those things to that. The revenge factor. <laughs> Oi! It'd no, be very dedicated. That is that is all you and uh, you can tell us all me about and Braden hopefully us, right all about I'm it. like I'll be on the pier waiting for you to get mm -hmm. back and then I'll take a shot with you <laughs> yes yeah right I'm hoping to make it happen we'll see how it goes mm -hmm. kudos to you like respect to you <laughs> so I have a fun question for you are you ready mm -hmm. sure what are three fun facts that everyone should know about you Three fun facts that everyone should know about me. Um, let's see. Well, um, everybody knows I like coffee. Oh, it, it got dark there. I know. <laughs> like, Where, where'd you go? She was showing us a picture of her soul. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so coffee. Um, but not everybody knows, like, uh, cappuccino. So if I'm going to have a coffee drink, like, my favorite coffee drink is going to be cappuccino. Um, fun, what else? What else about me? Um, I used to fly helicopters. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you were in the military, right? 
I was, but I, I, I flew helicopters as a civilian. I thought that would actually be like a really cool job to have, um, to wear a flight suit and like not have a desk job. I thought, how cool would it be to wear a flight suit and work in the sky? Um, but that's really scary. Just as scary as swimming with sharks. Um, cause that is a flying death bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I wanna uh, thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't make me cry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, that's another thing. Um, probably, um, I have really big, really big feels like really big emotions. And, um, like I can drop, I can, I can cry at like the drop of a dime now, which is kind of something like, I don't ever remember doing that, like as a kid. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I can be very, so that's where the unicorn, like I, I can be like, like, that's why I like my little logo that Brandy created, like, it, it, I really feel like it encompasses me because he's like super happy and it's like, he can be like really happy. And then it's like, Oh, I'm so happy. I can cry right now. Mm-hmm. So. Thanks for tuning in. Please remember to rate and review us on Apple podcast, Spotify, Google podcast, or your preferred platform for any suggestions. You can email us at R-E-A-D-I-N-G-S-I-R-E-N-S at gmail.com or send us a direct message through Instagram at R-E-A-D-I-N-G underscore S-I-R-E-N-S for any author suggestions, recommendations, or feedback. Thank you.